Well, good morning. It's been a while since I did uh, a podcast, and I want to just take a few moments this morning, and I'm going to read, this is out of Judges chapter 6. It's Judges chapter 6. This is the story of Gideon. You're probably familiar with the story. And let me look here. I'm going to start reading on the call of Gideon. This is about verse 11. And it says, Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth at Ophrah, which belonged to Joash, while his son Gideon was beating out the wheat in the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. And Gideon said to him, Please, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, then why has all this happened to us? And where are all his wonderful deeds that our fathers recounted to us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and given us into the hand of Midian. And the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Did I not send you? And it continues on, and he confirms that he's speaking to the Lord. And I'm going to skip down to about verse 25. And this is what it says. That night the Lord said to him, Take your father's bull and the second bull, seven years old, and pull down the altar of Baal that your father has and cut down the Ahasuerah that is beside it and build an altar to the Lord your God on top of the stronghold here with stones laid in due order. Then take the second bull and offer it as a burnt offering with the wood of the Ahasuerah you, that you shall cut down. So Gideon took ten men, ten men of his servants and did as the Lord had told him. But because he was too afraid of his family and the men of the town to do it by day, he did it by night. Notice what God asked him to do. He asked him to pull down the altar of Baal that his father had, right? And cut it down. And build an altar of the Lord on top of the stronghold there. See, they had altars, Baal altars, the people of God, idolatry, Baal altars, Ahasuerah. And he tells him to tear that stuff down and build an altar of the Lord on top of that stronghold. And I'm here to tell you, friend... We live in very unusual times and there are strongholds and there is idolatry in the lives of Christians, just as well as non-Christians, both individually, corporately, organizationally, and nationally. There's strongholds of idolatry, strongholds like Baal and Ahasuerah, things we're worshiping instead of God. Let me give you a really, really practical example that most people use every single day. That is your phone, that is media, the news, social media. Those are things, not everyone, everyone doesn't use those every day, but a lot of people use those every single day. And that type of behavior can become a stronghold. We can literally be controlled 
by what we're holding in our hand. Something that really is supposed to be a tool to make life a little easier to communicate. It can actually become a demonic tool even if we allow it to control our lives. And literally we can bow down to the altar of social media, the news, YouTube, whatever it is, these things that are just at our fingertips, they can become an idol. Notice what God asked him to do. He says, pull down that altar, cut it down, and build an altar of the Lord on top of the stronghold there. So I encourage you, friend, if you're having a struggle with how much time you spend on your phone, how much time you spend on social media, I encourage you, step away for a little while or forever (laughs) or for permanently if you have to. Step away. This is something I've actually done. Let me tell you something. Our culture builds idols and altars around things that really have no significance whatsoever. But those same things can be used in the right way for the kingdom of God. And there's plenty of people that do that. What if? What if? Social media, YouTube, and those media tools that we have at our fingertips. What if every Christian in this nation got filled with the Holy Spirit, got into the Word, and prayed to God Almighty every day, and they used those very same tools that can be idols for God? In other words... Instead of on social media, you reading about all this negative stuff, all these lies and slanders and rumors and all this mess, what if people put only God's word or encouraging words or encouraging their friends? In other words, if what if everyone, I mean everyone, and I know that's a tall order, everyone put stuff on social media and YouTube that was directly aligned with God's word. How we are to act as Christians, the words that are supposed to come out of our mouths, encouraging and edifying one another. The gospel message. And there's people that do that. I'm not saying there is. There is. But just think of the power that would manifest if every Christian in this nation would actually apply those principles instead of participating in idolatry, the idol of self. Because that's what it is. When you look at your phone, sometimes you can see the reflection of yourself, right? People put the best picture they can find on social media because it's an idol of self. But these technology tools can be used for good. And there are people that do that. But what I'm saying is this. What if? What if every person that considers themselves a Christian, that calls themselves after the name of Christ, actually applied those principles to their everyday life, to this thing they're holding in their hand? to their social media accounts, their YouTube accounts, 
all their media accounts? What if they applied those principles? Instead of saying something negative about somebody, they encouraged somebody. They prayed for somebody. They sent an encouraging word to somebody. Instead of putting a bunch of mess on social media. Let me tell you something. The Christians in this nation have the power of Jesus Christ on the inside of them. And they get to choose how they live. They get to choose if they're going to tear down these altars and build something on top of it. See, you can subtract yourself from social media totally. And I am all for that if that's what it takes. If that's what you have to do, absolutely. But I would also submit to you, see what the word says. He says to pull down the altar of Baal that your father has, cut down the Ahasherah that is beside it, and build an altar to the Lord your God on top of the stronghold. See, we can use these technology tools for the gospel message. We can use them for good if we just learn to do that consistently, right? Using the principles of God's word to encourage, to uplift. And I'm not saying you don't ever challenge someone. I don't say, I'm not saying that. But I would submit this to you. I will say this. I believe that social media is not a place to naysay. It's not a place to say a bunch of stuff about somebody. If you have a problem with someone, uh, read Matthew 18. Go and talk to that person. Don't use social media to do that. That's not the purpose of social media. And that's not what God's word says to do. We go to that person individually and talk to them. We don't use something, a public platform to do that. And there's lots of people that do that. You see what I'm saying? It becomes an idol and then it gets misused and even can become demonic. Where the forces of evil are literally using Christians in the words that they're typing or saying. And sometimes they don't even realize that's what's happening. Because the tool, supposed to be a tool that they're using, literally is becoming a tool for evil. Listen, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you do everything right. No one's perfect. But we are expected to correct those things that are misaligned, not just keep doing it. If it's a problem, get rid of it. But I'll tell you, in these verses, God tells him, build the altar of the Lord on top of the stronghold. You tear it down and then you build an altar to God there. Now, everyone probably can't do that. There's probably lots and lots of Christians that just need to stay off social media and YouTube and those kinds of things. And I'll tell you, we live in a difficult day. A lot of hacking and all kinds of stuff that you have to deal with that you didn't used to have to deal with. But I still submit to you, the power of Jesus Christ is more powerful than any of that mess. Any of the junk people put out there. 
the power of God is more powerful than all of that. God has given us these things to be used for good. The question is, as Christians, are we going to do that? Are we going to actually align ourselves with God's word and use these tools that God has given? God has given for good instead of evil. To encourage instead of bringing someone down. The day in which we live it live in is a very dangerous time because people literally in a moment can lose all credibility because something someone else puts on social media about them. That is not how social media is to be used. That is not aligned with God's principles, period. We should not be doing that. And I'll submit to you, social media... And this little thing that I'm holding in my hand right now, doing what I'm doing, can become an idol. So search your heart, friend. Search your heart, because if it's an idol, get rid of it. And the tools that God has given us, let's use them for good. Let's use them the way he wants us to use them, aligned with his principles in his word. When we don't do that, things become darker. Listen, when Christians don't do what God's word says to do and they follow the world, the world gets darker. I mean, it's not, it's not rocket science. <laughs> it's not rocket science. You follow the ways of God. You spread light and salt to the world. You follow the ways of the world. The world gets darker. You're supposed to be a light. You're supposed to apply God's principles to what you do every day. And as Christians in this nation, the nation we're in, you had better get serious. You had better get serious about God. Because God is serious about your relationship with him. Don't play around with God. It's not a good idea. The day and times of which we live, <laughs> they're different than they were even 10 years ago. But the word of God has not changed. God hasn't changed. We have. We've changed. And we've allowed the world to dictate to us how we're going to live every day. And I submit to you this. Use every tool available to you to do good. Every tool. But do not let those things those things you hold in your hand become idols because it'll be very, very destructive. We want to do good and spread light wherever we go. So I encourage you, Christian, today, tear down those idols and build an altar of the Lord. Do good, encourage, bring light and hope and peace to a very lost, lost world. That's our job as Christians. That's what God's given us to do. And if we will just do those simple things that he's given us to do with our whole heart, with full commitment, 
it will shift our nation. It'll shift your relationships. It'll shift so many things. Because the power of God, you know, the one who sits on the throne, he decides how things go. But he's also given us the responsibility to do those good works. He's given us that responsibility. And if we decide to follow the world, then our nation will get darker and darker and darker. Christian, you get to decide each and every day whether you're going to follow God or not. And the problem is when we continue to follow the world and follow the world and follow, we don't need, sometimes we don't even realize how far away we are from God's principles. Go back to the source. Go back to God. Go back to his word. Forget about what's socially acceptable, whatever one does. Forget about that. Apply his principles, period. And treat tools as tools only. Don't bow down to the culture. Don't bow down to social media. Don't bow down to what comes up on your phone. You bow down to the king of glory. The great I am, Jesus Christ. And do what he said to do. I pray you have a great and blessed day. We live in a very serious time, friend. And it's time for every Christian in this nation who is called by the name of Jesus Christ to get serious about their faith. Because it's very possible we could lose this nation if we don't. It's a scary thing. But it's true. Get serious about God. Because he is serious about this nation. Have a great day. Bye-bye.